News and interviews from your community every morning on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Back from a week of R&R, it's Mr. Rob Center. While he either brought allergies or a cold back with him, we're very glad to have him back in that chair. But uh, yeah, hopefully we, we wish him well and hope he gets better super duper fast. On the news line with us now, we have Dr. Jimmy Chen. He's a professor at Bucknell University. He's an economist. Uh, he is an expert in analytics and operations management at the Freeman College of Management at Bucknell University. Good morning, Dr. Chen. Thank you so much for calling in. Good morning, Mark. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I think you have studied supply chain, uh, the push-me-pull-you things that have happened sort of in more normal markets for years, and of course then you watch the pandemic kind of throw all this aside, and now kind of everything has fallen apart. So boy, this is your time, <laughs> this studying all of this. Really, I mean, the whole world has been, your whole life has been setting you up to understand what's happening right now. Am I somewhat right on that? Yep, yep. So uh, things that we're seeing right now has been a great example of how important the supply chain management would be. It seems like almost everything is out of sync. Am I, you know, I'm just a lay person, but am I viewing that right? I mean, we don't have enough chips. We don't have, I saw an article a couple weeks ago that we don't have enough shipping containers. And then we see the ports backed up anyway. Is everything out of sync? Yeah, I guess everything can be boiled down to the uh, the reason that people are trying to shop too much. Since last year, we were staying at home, and uh, we work from home, we learn from home, and uh, people do most of that, but uh, at their leisure time, they just start to do the online shopping. And so fast forward to this year, uh, the production finally back online a little bit in, in the first quarter. And uh, most uh, retailers are trying to replenish their inventory that's being depleted last year. Are, are also trying to have a lot of uh, merchandise coming from overseas. But in the meantime, people like us are still shopping. So, so I guess the we shopping perhaps too much might be the reason that's swing things up and down uh, more than that we more uh, more than we used to see before well and okay so pent-up demand is part of it but it seemed to me that you and I had a conversation about two years ago about a worker shortage which is nothing like the one that we have now but that the worker shortage then was inflationary it meant that uh, certain things were less available and so subsequently prices went up how inflationary is all of this, I mean, almost, you know, all 20 points on the supply chain. I mean, every w w uh, link in this chain is weak, so to speak. Right. So, Mark, I think uh, you are right. The labor shortage has been the main topic across the supply chain because you may heard that we don't have enough workforce in the factory, in the port, in the warehouse for the trucking industry. So it's almost everywhere. So it it's hard not to think about what's the reason for that and you and you mentioned uh inflation but i also think that this pandemic driving a lot more people to stay at home and people like us starting to think about maybe it's a new way of working so 
at least some people, perhaps after this pandemic, just trying to stay at home, not coming back to the workforce. So even though many companies are are uh, raising their wages, still they have a hard time to recruit enough people. So uh, I guess there are many forces at work here besides the inflation. How much of a stricture on the U.S. economy is this? You know, how much is this hurting the U.S.? Yeah, I guess this can be discussed from many perspectives, but I guess uh, for people like us, we are looking at the checks every month. Uh, we're worried that we can, whether we can uh, get through the next month. And also, many small and medium businesses are worrying their uh, livelihood. So we can look at those statistics, but to people like us, it's just daily, uh, daily uh, worry, uh, uh, the daily worrisome that we have to live through. Yeah, how much is uh, my concern about all of this? I mean, it certainly it doesn't really tamp down demand. I can be worried, but for Americans, it doesn't seem to slow the demand much. Right, right. But I guess it's always come down to supply and demand and using the price as the way to, to, to try to uh, control the demand. So in no time, we, we shall see uh, most of the product prices will go up. And not only that, but also the shipping costs will go up too. So more and more, we will feel like the money in our pocket will be thinner and thinner. Um, how much of a factor is the chip shortage, the semiconductors that uh, aren't available? Yeah, I guess that's also ties back to the beginning when I said that many people are stay at home trying to shopping for daily needs and people are buying computers. Uh, webcams, uh, electronics, and most of them need the computer uh, chips. So even though the supply line has been affected by the pandemic, but not to the point that we should see the shortage like this. So I guess on one hand, the production has been uh, tight, and on the other hand, the demand is through the roof. So that's why you heard the news like the, the uh, automaker have to stop the plan, uh, have to stop the production because they don't have the, the chips uh, uh, coming in. So um, many, many products that, to our surprise, need the computer chips, even perhaps the, uh, the washer machine uh, or the microwaves that we are using every day that all needs the computer chip inside. Oh, sure. The thermostats now and our phones and every, everything's got a chip in it, it seems like. Who can fix this? Uh, you know, I'm looking for solutions, Dr. Chen. Uh, declare out loud now who should fix this. <laughs> uh, I wish there could be a silver bullet. Uh, here, everybody in the supply chain is trying their best to fix these problems. But ultimately, it's up to us. I think we general consumer uh, are the ultimate force to driving this uh, the uh, the chaos up and down. So, so we, we need, yeah. If we were more patient, in other words, maybe uh, um, that that would sort of ease with the burden of this a little bit. 
Exactly. So I guess one punchline that I want to say towards the end is that we consumer really needs to shop responsibly hmm. because we all remember the uh, the chaos that uh, last year on the toilet papers, right? So it's really uh, about uh, we shop responsibly so that um, we can maintain the integrity of any supply chain because even if you have a well-running supply chain, it it just takes all it takes is us to do a little bit of the aggressive shopping to crumble the entire supply chain because nowadays many businesses are running on a very lean manufacturing. There's less uh, less uh, buffer inventory at every section, so it just takes some of us to trying to buy much more than we need to really uh, create this self-fulfilling prophecy if we look at the example of the toilet paper. Who? Let's look at winners and losers. Who's benefiting from this? I, I started a company called Lawrence's Worthless Shipping Containers about two weeks ago, and I'm doing a booming business, so I'm not unhappy about this. Who's benefiting? Who are the winners in all of this? Right, you're absolutely right. I think uh, the first one that we can think of is the ocean freight uh, carrier. Their their price has gone up three, four times because last year the average price for a 40-foot container to ship from Asia to the U.S., maybe just three, $4,000, but right now people are entering in a bidding war. So for a container, 40-foot could be as high as 10000 Twenty thousand or above. So they are the ones in the short run is harving the benefit of this bidding war. And who's the loser in uh, this whole supply chain issue? You go to car dealers; they don't have as many vehicles to sell, so I think they're they're struggling as a result. Right, right. So I guess the loser in that phrase, I guess, ultimately is the consumer have to pay the extra price. Right, and or use that patience. I, I can't help but think that this may bolster the made in the USA uh, endeavors because then you don't have the global transportation issues to deal with. Is that possible? That could end up being one of the winners. You're absolutely right, Mark. So it's been an increasing discussion point about how can we reassure the uh, production uh, in particular. But because all these uh, crazy things we're looking at is because we stretch the, sub the supply chain too far across the, the globe. So you're absolutely right, Mark. Uh, if we can have some of the uh, uh, supply chain entity back to the U.S., it will try to help to reduce this kind of uh, disruption in the future. But that would be a very long-term plan to make it work because... Just to bring the production plan back to the U.S. doesn't really solve the problem because it takes a lot of uh, sophisticated supply chain network like the upstream suppliers to provide the material in time for those production plans. So we are now looking at just the production plan back to the U.S. Those production plans need a very well worked together networks like a ven uh, vendors, suppliers, and also the good infrastructures to move the uh, to move the goods around the country or uh, around the nation. So 
it's going to be at least 18 months or two years or longer to even make that work. So the reassuring is certainly uh, in people's mind, but it, it cannot fix the short-term problems. All right. Well, we're going to stay in touch with you as hopefully the world gets a little bit better in sync in terms of its uh, production and consumption and ability to manufacture and to distribute many things. So please stay in touch. We'll check back in in the months ahead and see uh, see what's what's if we're headed towards a solution. Thank you, Dr. Chen. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate this. Always appreciate your check-in. That is uh, Dr. Jimmy Chen, Professor of Analytics and Operations Management at the Freeman College of Management at Bucknell University. Of course, talking about the supply chain issues. When we have them back on, we'll ask how we're going to get out of this. Uh, one of the phrases we keep hearing is that we're going to have to be more patient when it comes to waiting for things. So, uh, to be continued. But we thank Dr. Chen for checking in today. Very much appreciated. Thank you.